0: Welcome to the Kaleidoscope with Allison Keyes. This is a podcast from CBS News and I am your host. As controversy continues to roil over the attack on the Capitol January 6th, we thought we'd revisit my conversation about the riot just over a week after it happened. There was reporting from the nonprofit newsroom ProPublica suggesting that racism in the U.S. Capitol Police Department may have exacerbated the deadly storming of the Capitol. ProPublica reports that some black Capitol police officers think a racist climate might have made the assault easier. I spoke with the article's co-author, Joaquin Sapien. That conversation, after this short break. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing new passions
1: Hundreds of Black officers had sued the Capitol Police Department for racial discrimination going back to 2001, alleging that their white colleagues used slurs like the N-word against them. One said that he found a, a hangman's noose in his locker. Uh, others said that they faced unprovoked traffic stops. Another said he heard a white officer uh, say, you know, Uh, Obama monkey go back to Africa and that this has actually been an issue, a known issue by both the leaders of the Capitol police department and the rank and file for many, many years. And a number of black officers that were involved in these lawsuits had been trying to draw attention to their plight from Congress for a long, long time and felt as though they were being ignored, and that had Congress listened to them all those years ago, the events of Wednesday, January 6th may have unfolded differently because there might have been Black officers and leadership that that could have taken the threats from white supremacists more seriously.
0: I wonder how that matchup was made that black officers in leadership would have done a better job in paying attention to the threats from white supremacists?
1: Well, that was the feeling of a number of black officers who s- expressed uh, frustration that it was difficult for them to be promoted to some of the higher ranks. And their feeling was that, you know, if, if more black officers were in leadership, they would have recognized, uh, they, they may have recognized the seriousness of the threat, uh, outside the Capitol and, and may have locked it down differently or prepared differently. And, you know, obviously this is, this is really speculation from, uh, these black officers, but if you look at it, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I and mean, if you're an officer that has endured racism over the years, you might take racism a little bit more seriously and, and prepare for it differently and and realize that some of these uh, rioters really meant business. And uh, so, you know, we think it's a timely story because uh, obviously this is all going to be investigated uh, for, for years going into the future. And uh, racism within the police department might be a big factor in those investigations going forward. Did your reporting
0: find a link between alleged racist officers and the apparent ease with which some of this uh, apparently mostly white mob were able to get into the Capitol in the first
1: place? Well, what we've seen uh, reported elsewhere is that there are at least 12 officers who are under investigation for possibly assisting the rioters. Uh, One officer was captured on tape, taking selfies with the protesters. Uh, There was another who was allegedly wearing a red make America great again hat as he directed protesters around the Capitol building. So, you know, certainly it appears that there are serious questions to be answered about the degree to which, uh, the the Capitol police officers, some of them at least were, were assisting. Um, Of course, others had been filmed, you know, fighting off rioters valiantly and and putting their own lives at risk. And and one officer died. And so um, it's, it's clear that there, there was a a wide kind of range of responses to this. Um, Our reporting didn't get so much into what happened on that day as the the history of uh, racism within the unit, at least from the perspective of several black officers.
0: It seemed that one of the uh, former officers quoted in your article suggested that black Capitol police officers are at risk because they are trying to defend against events such as, well, the one last week was extraordinary, but they're trying to defend the Capitol and their beats standing with officers that they're not sure are going to support them because of their race.
1: Yeah. It seems that, you know, it would raise a pretty clear question of um, whether the leadership or whether your fellow officers are going to have your back in this kind of environment. If some of your colleagues are actually helping to facilitate uh, the, the rioting. And uh, especially when you, see that uh, compared to the the, and and take take that into account, along with all of this history of racism that has dogged the department for decades.
0: Let me ask, did the Capitol Police respond to your request for comment on on this reporting?
1: They didn't. Uh, We have not heard anything from them. And uh, we did ask them to comment multiple times.
0: Okay. I also want to ask, what did some of the former officers you spoke to, what do they think should be done to prevent this situation from becoming worse and to prevent what they say is dissension between the races in the department from contributing possibly to any other further violence that happens in the nation's capital?
1: There were two things that we heard a lot from these officers about how the situation could be improved. One that was very important to the Black officers was seeing more Black officers in leadership. Uh, a lot of folks felt like they were unfairly passed over for our promotions for years and years, and that a m- more diverse leadership and a more diverse department uh, w- would help with this. I mean, one thing that we've noticed is that the Capitol Police Force is only 30% Black in the city that's 46% Black. The numbers have been, you know, relatively stagnant over the years. And then the second thing was, you know, being heard, uh, by Congress. And, uh, a lot of these officers really felt that ultimately this was Congress's responsibility. And had, had Congress listened to their complaints of racism, things may have gone down differently.
0: And just so that I am clear, the former officers you spoke to basically drew a direct line between what they see as racism on that police force and the assault on the Capitol last week.
1: Certainly, they think it made a big impact.
0: That was ProPublica reporter Joaquin Sapien. Since that chat, the FBI and Pentagon have been under fire over social media posts warning of the attack on the Capitol that appear to have been ignored. Lawmakers are continuing to look into missed signals and the faulty response by emergency units on that deadly day. Thanks so much for joining us. Also, thanks to Ashley Armstrong for her production assistance. Like what you hear? Come back for more. There will be new episodes of Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys every Monday follow the show wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Keys. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you